Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming with your hosts, Joe and Tom. You can find all of our Season 3 episodes on all of your podcast formats or Facebook or YouTube. Enjoy the show! So, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. And, uh... This is Average Joe's Gaming. Yeah, a little different today. Yep, Thanks so we were having them. some issues with our, our camera, um, but uh, we we got it figured out in a way. <laughs> kinda, kinda. Um, so either way, we're, we're here uh, a little bit late, but uh, better late than never, right? Exactly, that's always the way you got to think about it. So um, what have you acquired lately, sir? Uh, well, as a... As a, as a uh, uh, this feels like deja vu all over again for some reason. Uh, honestly, in the way of actual gaming, nothing. I really haven't acquired anything. Um, oh, good. Jess is saying we sound good. Yes, I'm just going to move the camera just to... Well, don't take yourself out of the picture. Gosh. Well, you can take yourself out of the picture. and then Never mind. There we go. Um, to be honest with you, I've acquired nothing in the way of an actual game. Okay. Although that's not true because now I just remembered something, so it's a good thing we've had some of these technical difficulties. I bought the expansion to King Domino. What? That Which... has a fifth player. It's the tall box with a tower. I don't think I'd had that one. And so... Uh, I don't think I have that one. Yeah. It, I have I the just... giant. No, is this it, is... not the giant? Uh, Yes, it is the giant. Yeah, okay. it's got the so giant. So that adds a fifth player. Yeah, it's a fifth player, yep. See, I have not cracked that open yet. I haven't either, but awesome. I bought it. I did remember. I got something. So hey. I got an actual game. It's All an right. expansion, but it's still an actual game. Very cool. Uh, otherwise, mostly what I purchased was game components. All right. I was supposed to be getting... Um, uh, what did I mention I was supposed to be getting? I know Chai Tea. That was supposed to be here. Okay. Uh, we believe that it may be delayed a tad because of storms out east. That happens. Uh, it's coming from Canada. So storms could be delaying it, plus it is coming from Canada. So gosh only knows. Okay. Um, and there was one other thing I was supposed to be getting. Oh, the uh, – oh, I can't remember now. But anyway, oh, I wrote it down. I should look at that. You you took notes? I did. I take oh, notes wow. sometimes. Uh, but no, I guess I don't remember what it is right now. But then I also purchased – I did purchase – Game accessories, okay, which were the card sleeves that go with Marvel Champions, which is a limited or a, a living card game, okay, put out by Fantasy Flight Games, based in the Marvel universe. I got backs for Captain America's deck, Black Panther's deck, and either Iron Man or Spider Man. I honestly can't remember which okay. one it is, but I think it's I think it's Iron Man, uh, but it could be Spider Man because I'm kind of seeing a spider in my head when I, when I think about it. All right, and if you know me, that's not cool. Not no spiders in my head. Not cool at all. Um, and then I also bought some just regular card sleeves for my Arkham Horror game. Uh, and then I purchased, but have not received yet, a couple of Funko Pops. I did buy a uh, 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 the new Pop Around the World was announced today, and it was available. So I ordered that, and it should be here in about a week to two weeks. Okay. And I have another one coming that I think I talked about last week, which was the Snoopy uh, and Woodstock uh Kind of the Snoopy Scout or the Beagle Scout Snoopy. All right, which includes Woodstock. So, how about you? What did you get? And now I'm going to sit back and listen. All right. So, I all I all I acquired was um, a Kickstarter. Yep. Uh, that was the BoardGameTables.com um, Kickstarter. That was GPS Mountain Goat Sequoia, and I added the expansion packs. Okay. And so they're they're 
pretty quick little games, 10 to 20 minutes on each one of them. About a 4x4 four four box for each of them. And, uh, yeah, if you want to hand them over here. Yeah, why not? Why not? I, don't have the, I can't read the expansion pack. Oh, that's all right. So expansion pack just adds another player okay. for each one of them. Okay. So we've got GPS. Uh, this one is uh, you have a spaceship that goes Ooh. around. And so you're placing out satellites okay. around the world. Okay. Yeah, I read I read about these a little bit. They look good. Um, mountain goats. You are putting your mountain goats on a mountain. King of the mountain. Game. Yep. Yep. And you get some big chunky dice. Very cool looking mountain goats too, by the way. Yes. And then you got sequoia. So you're Which you're building trees. Looks very pretty, by the way. So and a lot of cool dice. Well, yep. and, and these are trees. very uh, very nice boxes. Like yeah, they, the boxes they open very cool. well. They open well. They're they're thick. The cardboard's thick on them. Yep. We got some uh, some nice really artwork cool. on the the cards. Uh, a lot of a lot of card punch, punch outs, and uh, a lot of cool oh. dice, dice and uh, yeah, oh. very cool. Those are really nice. I like the colors. I like the. <laughs> I just like the colors. So really Nick good. wants to know if you are Indiana Jones today. Well, this is more of an Australian bush hat. It is. Yeah. It's not a. It's I actually not used the, to have a few of them. Yeah, it's not the. I have an Indiana Jones style fedora, which has got a smaller brim, and is not as cowboy hat looking. Um, it's more twenties gangster looking or thirties gangster looking or whoa or uh, you know right before John Kennedy took office and made hat wearing uncool. Never has been uncool, by the way. Just so you know. Uh, these and are the, the goats. goats. That, and the, those uh, are really nice. The big chunky dice. Big chunky goats, big chunky dice, and they're pretty too. They got yep. the I like the pastel colors. So uh, those I'm hoping to get to the table tomorrow. Okay, so we'll see. Well, I'm not planning to go to work tomorrow. I don't know yet for sure. So uh, I would be able to play games tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be all weird. right. Weird getting back into a I routine of playing some games. Jason is planning on coming over tomorrow okay. with Crystal. And possibly Jonathan. Okay. So we'll have a few people over. Yep. And then uh, I'm not sure if anyone else is coming over. But is tomorrow uh, the day we were talking about two playing the Princess Bride game? Possibly. So that's the other thing okay. is uh, today is National Crossword right. Day. And so what better game to play than Scramble. Scramble. Yep. So Princess Bride came out with a uh, Scrabble. Crossword type game, and so uh, now you can play with different phrases from the movie and uh, special characters as well. And both Joe and I are huge Princess Bride fans. It's actually one of the things we kind of bonded over along with uh, Couriers. So it was Princess Bride. This has never been played. Yeah, my copy has never been played either. But it's one of the games I do know exactly where it's at. So this is, uh, when I used to sell games, this is one that I had on my shelf, and then I had to get myself a copy. Oh, and yeah. so you have, um, they're just, they're stickers on the tiles, they're but like, you've got... And they're uh, like scram- uh, uh, Scrabble, Scrabble tiles, tiles yep. basically. But you've got uh, Miracle Max, you've got uh, um, uh, Ficini, uh The uh, Princess. Buttercup. Yep, brother, Buttercup. Uh, you've got... Uh, Dread Pirate. Oh, you got Vicini. Uh, uh, Vicini. Yep. Yep. Uh, New Montoya, and then uh, the Man in Black. Yep. So, and then you got this beautiful. Oh, that is a uh, nice bag. Purple velvet bag. 
and a ton of Scrabble tiles. Scrabble tiles with so, letters and such. Yep, and then some Scrabble yeah, the nice tile, like the whole but, uh, Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's Princess Bride. Yeah. You, you gotta. Well, and Scrabble is like one of those underrated games. I mean, people make fun of some games and like Monopoly and that kind of board. Thing. But Scrabble is one of the better ones, and it's there's some real competitive groups of people that play Scrabble. I also didn't realize there's uh, very, very competitive crossword sol- solvers. There's like competitions. Wow, where you where you solve a you have a giant crossword, and you solve it in front of groups of people. Pat's here watching. Hi, Pat. Um. Oh, Nick's not working tomorrow either. Maybe he'll come oh, over and join us for some play, games. Play Scramble. Scramble, yeah. I think he'll just like saying I, I feel like the, the best word for that game was marriage. Marriage? Yep. Inconceivable. Marriage. Marriage. I might not be using that word right, but anyway. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway. Um. So, what have you played Oh, Lately. you know, when I first we came... We had a Christmas event. Yeah. When I first came over, I was thinking, boy, I don't remember playing anything. And then you reminded no. me of the Christmas party. And I went, oh, I did play some games. Yeah, we did. did we yeah. played a few. Started out playing one of my favorites, one of the games that I kick-started back in the day. Island Dice. No. Oh. No. Sad. Sad, but no. Uh, and it wasn't uh, Bigfootses, which was oh. another one I, I right. backed. That was actually the first one I ever backed was Bigfootses, uh, because I like deck builders. Was it Island Dice? It was not Island Dice. Oh, okay. It was I get confused. Everdell, which is a is work the of, it's the brother to Island Dice. No, it's a fun game. It's an actual game. Whereas Island Dice is not a game at all. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, I I get confused again. No, we uh, so. played a three player game of Everdell. One person had never played the game before, uh, and she did really well. And it's one of those games where when you first start to play it, you go, "How the heck is anything going to happen in this oh, game?" Yeah. I get two workers. I got two things I could do, and then I'm done. But then once you start playing, you realize, oh, I do something. It allows me to do two or three other things. Yep. And then I can use my worker, and that allows me to do two or three other things, and then it's done. The first time I played that game, it it ended quickly. Yeah. it Too quickly. It, it, but it doesn't. If you do it right, and you, you, do and it you right, played it, it many times, it, yeah. it's one of those things where, yeah. Well, and that's that was going to be what I got to. So I got through my three seasons Pretty quick, but mm-hmm. I thought I'd done pretty well because I had some pretty good proper or some good critters, some good buildings, okay. and I had strategized it so that I would get the five points on the on the migration track, and I'd strategized a couple other things that I thought got me some good points, and then I realized I was done, and the other two players were still going. Oh, and in fact, one player had not changed seasons and still had uh, autumn to go. Oh wow! Yeah. So he was going to have free reign for autumn. Well, luckily, the other player who had never played the game before was able to kind of figure it out pretty quickly, and she got, uh, uh, she kept going. She was able to keep going. Okay. And he ended up winning still, but she came in second. I came in dead last, which was unfortunate. But I'm sure we all scored. It was fairly close, but I was last. Okay. So I so the get-done-quick strategy never works. I was going to make an inappropriate comment, but I'm not going to right now. <laughs> uh, so that was the first game we played on uh, for our Christmas party was Everdale. Okay. And then uh, I played a game that I oh, and I Everdale. I think we've rated it before, and I'm pretty sure I've, yeah. I've rated that as a. Uh, I think I said a Joe Tacular is what I think that game is. Okay. Um, we played Elf 
Snowball Fight. Oh, I don't know if that's what it's man, called. Man, you absolutely, it's uh, Snowball Showdown. Snowball Showdown, yes. It was yeah. three of us Elf played the that. movie, yeah. and you absolutely love this game. He was raving about this game all night. He's like, oh man, I love this game. I really hope I win this game. I think you can tell from the tone of his voice that sarcasm is involved there, because that game is not for people of my age group. Let's just put it that way. Now, I think if I were... There was a group there that had a lot of fun with this game. Yeah, there were. And I and good for them. Yep. Good I for think them. the game... Let's just put it this way. This game is not made for Tom. Right. The rules are very, very difficult to... Well, not difficult. They're, they're not very clear. Let's right. put it that way. This game is not made for... Anybody named Tom that wears hats. There you go. I'm thinking that that is probably true. I have not seen a review from that other Tom, but I'm guessing it would be a similar review to his review of uh, food products. <laughs> the uh, variety pack. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Yep. I finally did watch that. But anyway, I don't guess I rec- would recommend uh, the Elf Snowball okay. Showdown or whatever it is. I gave that a, a uh, not a Joe Tackett. An average I, Joe. Wow. Okay. You really Joe, like that one. A Joe Blow. I Whoa! I didn't quite go down all the way, but it was not my favorite game of the night. Ouch! Uh, we played the Vacation Christmas Light game, okay, which is a tile laying. That's game. the National Lampoon's Christmas yeah, Vacation. Christmas Vacation. It's a tile laying game, and each of the goal cards. You have a goal card, which is a pattern you're trying yep. to. Do. You have three goal cards. Yeah, you're trying one to create a pattern. One that's four pattern, and one that's three patterns long. Yeah. Or two that two are the three pattern. Two long. or three. One is four. Yep. Um. The the cool thing about the game, and it's all card based, if I remember, it's cards that you lay down. Yep, because there uh, no they're tiles. tiles. So okay. there's tiles that you lay down, and then you yeah. have the cards in your hand. Is that the one with the broken wires? Yes. Okay, that was there's we played two different. So there's Christmas games. lights. Yeah, and then there's National Lampoon's Vacation, vacation. Christmas lights. Um, that you get broken tile or broken light tiles, which yep. you can pass to somebody who might be ahead of in the game, and for yep. some reason and I'm they have to play that tile. You have to next play it turn. next. The funniest part was the second time I got past one, I looked at it, and then I looked at my cards and went, I have a place I can put this and, and get my card down. So I was able to get my card down, so that was kind of neat. So they backfired a little bit. I ended up winning that game. I liked that game. Uh, I did give it a average Joe. Wow. It's one I'd play again. I do enjoy that game. And it's especially this time of year, I think, one that I'd play again. Oh, yeah. You know, whenever yep. somebody wants it. It only plays four players, though. It does, and it's limited in regard to the pool of cards. Right, and you your replayability. It. It's, the replayability would be There is not much. I mean, it's it's a fun game that will probably come out for the holidays. Yeah, that's what other it should that, come out. that's your replayability. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, then we played the other Christmas light game, which I can't remember the name of. I think that's just called Christmas lights. I think lights. it is just it's, called Christmas It looks lights. like a retro box of Christmas lights. Yeah, and it's not tiling as much as you've got cards, and you can move the cards around. You can switch cards out, or you can put cards at the end. Right. Once you've achieved your pattern that you have, it's the same type of game. You have a card, a hand with patterns. You're trying to achieve that pattern. Once you've achieved that pattern, the difference is the cards go away. Okay. Um, I like that game a lot as well. I would give it an average Joe as well because I only played it the one time. But it, And it's, again, it has a little more replayability because yep. t- there's more tiles or more and cards. And in that game, there's also, I think, 30-plus bonus games that yeah. you can do with the same deck of yep. cards. There's a number of different games you can play. So that also got an average Joe for me because it's one of those games where if somebody said, you want to play it, i go, sure. It's a good filler game. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, we played Ticket to Ride Amsterdam, which is another one of the small box. You've got it right over there. One of the small box Ticket to Ride games. Plays very, very similarly to Ticket to Ride. Um, it uses carts as opposed to trains or... Uh, 
taxis or double-decker buses. Oh, here it is right there. Um, you still have the route goals. You still get yep. train cars, basically. They're not trains. Yeah, they are trains. I don't remember what they are. No, they're they're like pull carts. Yeah, they're pull carts. Because like, you're like pilgrims. Yeah. So you're basically just trying to make routes. Um, a lot of fun. You still lose 10 points or whatever the point value is of the cards you can't complete. Yep. And I came up. Two, one turn short of being able to complete my last route. So there's um, a couple things I wasn't a big fan of in that game. What's that? The outside routes, where if you play on there, you get these cards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little broken. Right. Possibly. It seems like if you just dominate that, you could really win the game because the points increase based on the number of cards you have. Right. It's a, like a set collection. So if you were mechanic. if you're concentrating on routes of four, yeah, and those get cards those alone. Cards. You could complete a route of three points and then dominate the game yeah. by that alone. Which one person did twice when I played. So I liked the game though quite a bit. I've liked the small box versions of Ticket Drive. I like the New York, the New York, and, and the London, uh, London better. Better, yeah, yes. they're better. I still did give it a uh, uh, Smoke and Joe, which is just a little above an yep. average Joe. Because I gave I, it an Island Dice. I I don't think you did. <laughs> um, but I I really like the Ticket to Ride games. I just there's something about them that scratches an itch when you're and and there'll be times where i just think to myself gosh i'd like to play ticket to ride and then i'd find somebody who wants to play it so i feel like the best expansion for this game would be gasoline you did not like it i thought you liked this one a little bit no i actually loved it um i well i didn't love it but it's an okay game i i really did enjoy the ticket to ride new york and london yeah much they're better games they're Um, better but that one mechanic to me, kind of just it was it, it really made it so one person could run away yep. with the game. Yep, and you have to pay attention. So that was the problem. And, and you, we, I didn't, I didn't know how that was going on until we right. got into the second game. Uh, so I, we, I would give that one probably a Joe Mama right now. Okay. Yep, that's fair. Uh, then the other one we played was Ripple Rush, which I think we've talked about oh, in the past. Oh, love Ripple Rush. Yeah, it's a real cool little. I did flip not play and write. with you. No, you did not. Nope. It was uh, our friend Randy and his wife. Um, it's a uh, flip and right, not a rule yep. and right, but a flip and right where you're trying to order numbers from, I think it's one to 25. Um, and there's four colors, but the thing and then is you take out a certain amount of cards with three players, 40 cards are gone. So oh, you wow. have no yeah. idea uh, what's in the deck. So if you draw a three, you don't know whether or not the one and two are still in the deck. So you have to decide, do I want to put the three at the top? We're going to put it down a couple because you only have, I think, uh, eight numbers or nine numbers. You have nine places for your numbers, if I remember correctly. Cause, yep. Or maybe 12. But anyway, I know because I know I got eight points one time, but I hadn't filled up my thing. But I think it was nine. There's nine. Anyway. And there's bonuses you get on the you side. Get you get bonuses if you complete a row. a row. Yep. Your columns, I think, are nine. So you have to decide. It's like any rolling, right? You have to decide where am I going to place this, where it will be most beneficial. Yep. Are you going to hold yourself or not? Yeah, and... So, yeah, you place your three on the top of the thing because, yeah, there's no way a one or two is going to come out. And then the next card draws a one. Yep. It's like, oh, no, so I can't use a one. So then everybody else gets a chance to use that card. So I like that game quite a bit. I think we talked about it. I don't remember what I rated yep. it, but I think I know we did rate it. And um, then you and I got to play Animus. That's right. Gosh, that was a good game. Yep. We got to play it uh, through Tabletop Simulator. Yep. Which is and, not my favorite format, but well, <laughs> but it, it, it allowed us to play the game. It did, and so that was huge. Ed Rodriguez, the creator of the game, 
taught us how to play it. Yep. And, and then um, I just annihilated Tom. I mean, yeah. he didn't stand a chance. I, I was crying by the time we were done. Yeah. Um, oh, wait a was minute. Was it that opposite? It's the other way around. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was say, crying when I was today. done. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, he destroyed me. I couldn't Well, okay. Get... I did not destroy you because you actually had five points by the time we were done. Yeah. I had but eleven, granted, but it's still true. I mean, you you really did annihilate. It me was fun. Game. It's um, I ju- I just couldn't get the combinations going. No, and really, you you had a a very good combination. Yeah. You had a guy that could sit in back and shoot. And the basically, guy yeah, do yeah. pop shots, and then I wasn't uh, ref- recycling, refreshing. Yeah, you weren't my it- my neither my of us had played the game, in the which past. I probably should have. So if I played yeah. again, I would destroy you. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'd still win again. I mean, I just stand on your but throat. I do highly recommend Animus. Um, it's got a number of unique knife me. Mecha- no, <laughs> a number of unique. <laughs> in this case, no. Uh, a number of unique mechanics. You have a draft. Yep. A pyramid draft, which is if you played uh, Duel Seven Wonders Duel, or what's yep. the other one? That or Truffle Shuffle. Truffle Shuffle has it, where you've got two cards up, kind of a mahjong type. Yeah, four cards down. Five cards up, six yep. cards down. Um, and you draft nine cards, I believe, if I'm not not mistaken. I think you have nine cards in your hand by the time you're done. Um, and then you shuffle those, and you have a main character that has a power. Yeah, and you have a jumbo card yeah, yeah, that's the main that's character. That's the main character. Um, and the rest are just normal playing cards. Yeah. And this is still available at crowd sale right now. Through Sunday, I think. Yep. So, and, I, I, and I told Ed after we got done, and you interviewed Ed. Yeah. On Saturday last week? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because I was in the midst of something that I had to be involved in. Actually. Extra Life, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So you so you can find that uh, interview with Ed yep. on the Average Joe's podcast site. Uh, and the guy is just creative. And, and you can actually watch us play Animus oh, yeah, on YouTube. He did, and we linked that to our Facebook page. He did record it, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, you'll find out how good I am with a stupid mouse pad. Yep, and you could hear him talking trash to me because he was very, very mean. I was mean. He was mean. Um, I cried a lot after yeah, he left. Yeah, it was. So. It was. Uh, I felt a little bad, but not too bad. But that game for me, uh, I rated it Joe Tacular. Yeah, I really liked it too. And it, um, and Joe it, Tacular as well for it me. It convinced me to go into the crowdfunding. Probably when I get home tonight, I'm going to go into the crowdfunding and make sure I buy. The game and the playmat. Playmat, yes. The playmat is going to be awesome because it and really the playmat. So the game, game the base game comes with enough uh, player cards to play four players. Okay, and you can play four players. It's it's uh, it's the rules are that way. Um, but the playmat through it's through Game Crafter. They only have a playmat big enough for him to make a two player uh, playmat. So. That's that's what you're gonna get for the playmat. And now, granted, we only and played the, the crowd two sale versions. works instead of stretch goals yeah. on like Kickstarter. The crowd sale is the more people that buy a copy of the game, that buy a copy of the playmat, the price goes down. down. Like I think he said, he eventually he wants to get it to thirty three percent. Right, right now I think it's we're like right 10 around ten percent. Like that yeah. Which so, for a twenty five dollar game, it's like twenty two fifty. Yeah, you're saving yourself a couple bucks. So, and it's for for what. You pay, which is $25. You may think, oh, I'm just getting a deck of cards. Well, no, you're getting a game. I mean, a, a really cool game, game with some awesome with a, artwork. And a lot of replayability. And yep. the expansions he, were, he was talking about, which I'm not 100% sure we can really discuss, look really cool. Yep. So when he, when he you know, goes to that part, possibly next year or whatever, 
man, you're going to want to get into Animus because the expansions or the the other sets are, are oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, and it, I can't wait. And I think when we talked about it, it, it seems like it's kind of a living card game, deck building. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's just so many things about it that make it interesting. And it's got a lot of replayability. Mm-hmm. There's just a ton of characters. There's a ton of cards. Um, I wasn't all that enthusiastic about it until I played it. Yeah. And then it became one of those things where, yeah, I really want it. I want this game to come out so I can teach people how to play it because it's really cool. And it, I think we took an hour or so to play it, but I think once you've got the rules down and you're not messing with a stupid mouse pad yeah. and uh, a touch pad and that kind of thing, um, which I actually finally did figure out. Yay, Yay me. Yay, old guy. Um, but I'll tell you what, when I bought my laptop, I made sure I had an actual mouse because yep. <laughs> I do not like touch pads. But anyway, um, Playing the game with cards to me seems like it could take maybe maybe fifteen minutes at the l- longest, maybe a little longer than that, just depending on the strategy and how you go with things. But uh, it's a quick play, but it's a, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of meat and strategy when you're drafting. There's a lot of meat and strategy when you get your cards. How to recycle those cards? It was just really well done. Cool. And uh, yeah, and, All right. and Ed's just a heck of a nice guy. So we have an email. Yes, we do. From Robert. Yeah. Hi, Robert. In England, in Oxford. Oxford. Okay. So his question was, what is the mechanic that most blew your mind in the game? That really set it apart from everything you'd played before. Hmm. I have kind of a progression. Um, When I first started gaming... You know, if you want to use it in quotes, when you know, getting away from gaming, you know, getting away from Monopoly or, and not to, to disparage it, but Scrabble and some in the game of life and that kind of thing, or checkers or whatever. Um, wow. The first group I played with, we played Shadows Over Camelot, uh, and I had not ever played a hidden roles game. You want to know a secret? What's that? I still have not played Shadows. You really haven't played that. Man. I have it. I know, but I have not played it. Well, someday we'll teach you how to play that. You know game. what? I've heard the same comment several about times. About a different game, I'm guessing. No, about the same game. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. so far we haven't pulled it out whenever whenever you've been. Oh, I pulled a game it day. out. Well, that was six kids you haven't. <laughs> anyway, oh, wow. sorry. I was going to go there eventually. Anyway, sorry, Jess. Oh, um, man. Anyway, uh, so to me, the hidden, the hidden role mechanic. Um, which is cool. I'd never seen anything like that in my entire life. You're just blown away, aren't you? I went there and you just like, <laughs> God, that happened. I have not, I have not shut him up ever in the past, and I think I just did. Um, uh-huh. and then uh, someone, me, Tom. <laughs> I might be willing to do that at this point. Um, then the next game that we played that somebody brought in was Dominion, and I had never Ooh. played a deck builder before. And I fell in love with deck builders, man. That was just, to me, I couldn't get enough of Dominion. And then somehow we got into a game that uh, involved worker placement. Okay. And that was the one that just flat out blew me away was worker placement. Because, man, that tension of taking a spot that somebody else wants or somebody taking the spot you want was just like, now I get it. Now I get what this tension, why this tension is fun is because, oh, now I have to wait this long to do this. And I had this plan. And... Now it's all blown out of the water. So, And then if you still do well after you've gotten blown out of the water a couple of times, it's like, okay, that was worth it. So I think worker placement's the one that actually just literally kind of blew me off the face of the earth. It was okay. just 
Very cool. I just really enjoyed that mechanic. How about you? And Robert, by the way, making me think <laughs> on a Friday. Wow. Anyway, thank you. That's all I'll say. Uh, so for me, <laughs> just, the... Uh... I can see your mind just turning like I had a plan. I was going to talk about stuff. Now, I... anyway, I'm sorry. Go the on. mechanic that blew me out of the water, <laughs> that just exploded my mind, was dice building. Good point. But that kind of goes to deck building. No, 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 bit, no, no. But dice building was very dice cool, Dice building, too. like yeah. in Dice Forge, where you're building oh, your okay. own dice. I got you. I see what you're saying. I thought you were thinking like the bag building nope. or something. I, I just, I really liked being able to make yourself custom dice in in a game. You change your dice as you're playing. I like that. Yeah. Uh, the second mechanic that really blew my mind was Legacy. Yeah, that one took me a long time to get behind. I still can't, to this day, rip up a card. Yeah, that's, that's why true. I give them to you. That's true, you cannot. Um, but uh, it's... The idea of having yeah, a different like, game than anybody else is really cool. I like Plus, the fact you can customize... I just like customizing your dice. Yeah. I like the fact that your game is unique. Um, you customize your game as you play it. It's a, it's basically a story. I like storytelling. Yeah, I like theme, and that that fits right in there with yeah. me. Yeah, that that was, yeah, that was very. That's a very cool mechanic. And Miss Vorse said we need to move to the East Coast because it's hard for her to stay up till nine. <laughs> we're sorry. We would have actually hey. been on earlier, but we we're having some technical difficulties, oh, yeah. and the uh, the camera wouldn't work with us. So we're now on our. Cell phone. Sixth, seventh attempt or whatever. Uh, at least, and so, yeah. yeah. And it's a cell phone. So. Yep. So, yay. Uh, hopefully next Friday we'll have everything figured out for our special Christmas event. Oh, that's right. Uh, um, I have a hat for that. Oh, but I do. Yeah, and I you do. know what? I no, think... I do have a hat for Oh, that. you do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Tommy Boy's got a hat. I do. Well, yeah, I've got a lot of hats, but. Yeah. I believe you promised a different hat for every episode. Well, I'm going to try. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try. Um, so what, what do we have planned for, for upcoming events? Uh, well, I know that you were talking about the, well, the, obviously next Friday. Yeah. Next Friday is our special is Christmas, Christmas episode, episode. So we will give you guys our top 10 list of Christmas games. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me make a note. Top 10 <laughs> Christmas games. Okay. Now I got I'm that. giving Tom homework to do. Okay. So thoughts uh, and homework. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Joe. Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so, and and we encourage you guys to share your top ten list Please, during dude. their live episode. We'll we'll go ahead and we can look at them on the, yep. on whatever screen we'll we happen to s- have. We'll see which ones uh, <laughs> we coincide with you guys. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so on the 16th, if you guys are local or if anyone's local, on the 16th of January, we're going to have a Roaring Twenties themed game day. Yep. And so you can dress in any any twenties attire you want. I'm gonna go as a mobster. <laughs> Shocking! Yeah. And we're gonna have a lot of uh, mafia type games there. I might. I think that... we might even have a. If we have enough people, enough players interested, we'll do, do a, a tournament, tournament for Borgata, nice. that would be which fun. is not a twenties game, but it's like seventies, eighties, uh, or yeah, the Sopranos, so, Sopranos yeah. style mobsters. So, um. We'll have a tournament for that, and uh, whenever the tournament, we'll walk away with a copy, copy of Borgata. Yeah. 
Is the 16th is a Saturday this time, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so then I was, because if it was a Sunday again, I was going to be a guy who's ahead of his time wearing a Vikings shirt. Oh, really? Yep. Kind of like you were at the Christmas party? Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know. We had Santa Claus at our Christmas party. We did, and I missed him. I I had to use the restroom, and then I thought, well, I got to go out to my car and get some stuff out of there. When I came back in, your daughter Kathleen, who's going to be seven soon, right? And your son, Gavin, who's going to be five fairly soon. Yep. On Christmas Eve. Oh gosh, that's right. Yeah, his birthday, his birthday is, is Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. So well, anyway, the day so before we go live, I get back from my errand in the car, and Kathleen comes running up to me and says, "Tom, Tom, you missed Santa." And I said, "When was Santa here?" And he, she said, "Just now. You just missed him." And I said, "Well, I thought I heard some some jingling noises and some like pounding on the roof, but I didn't know what the heck that was." And he, she says, "That was Santa." Yeah. And I missed Santa. You did. It was, it was. I sat on his lap. You did, from what I heard. I heard yep. you did, and then the kids did. Um, I think he I, enjoyed it most I, for me because I, I was most genuine. Yeah, you probably were. You generally are yeah. most genuine. Yeah. I think I would have been if I'd have been able to sit on his lap. I was most festive. You know what? As well. We could have done. You were very festive, yeah. but we could have each taken a knee. We could have. Yeah, and then we could have crippled him before and Christmas. Could've, and we could have looked at Santa <laughs> and gone, "Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Tom." Yeah. And, and he's he like, I watch your show all the time. Exactly. So, yeah. So I feel a little sad. Tom, have you been Santa, a good but... boy to oh. Joe? Well, not lately. <laughs> not lately. No, I have been. I've been a good boy, generally. I've Last tried. few minutes. Last few minutes, I've been oh, okay. awful. Okay. But I've tried. I so tried. we're going to try to get some games on the table tomorrow. Yep. So we can uh, regale you with all of our game knowledge. Yes, exactly. And um, uh, can we try this one? It's based on a movie called Elf. Uh, involves snowball fighting. Can we try that one? Yes, I do want to try. I've that heard one. that's really good. Yeah, uh, Tom's favorite actually. Oh God, no. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. So I would actually like to play some of the Funko. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would too. Card some games they came out. Some of those are they came out fun. with like. I think five or six of them for for the holidays. At least, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I wouldn't mind getting some of those at the table, but uh, either way, I plan on playing them with my family on Christmas Eve because that's when we do Christmas. Yeah. So, well, I definitely want to try Scramble. I would like to try the the uh, your games that you got from Kickstarter. Yep. And if I get chai tea tonight or tomorrow, (laughs) I'll at least bring it so we can do an unboxing. I have a Kickstarter on its way right now. Which one? Tapeworm. Oh, God, that sounds so disgusting. <laughs> oh, that sounds so disgusting. I have the the pink edition oh, and the deluxe copy coming. Oh, the deluxe copy. I'm not even sure what... I don't know if I want to ever see that. Oh, but it looks so much fun. Did you know that like back in the 30s, maybe? Or 40s? Or maybe earlier than that. It might have been a Victorian time. It might have been a Victorian time, now I think about it. Because I saw it on some YouTube channel. Weird history, I think. That was a thing. Taking okay. tapeworms. <laughs> so I actually have the Funko Pop Golden Girls game. You do. I it's do. It's right behind us here somewhere. And we have played it. And the Funko Pops are, are just, they're awesome, oh. for one. And uh, it's, it's right, right up there. there. Yeah. I, yep. I mean, you can't see it because it's too far away. Um, but anyway, fat yes. Heads covering so it, but. I, I really enjoy it. And if you're a Golden Girls fan at all, get it. Well, here's the thing about that game. It's a skirmish game. It's basically a war game. Yeah. And, and you've got the Golden Girls in it. Yes. It's awesome. There's also, from uh, the op, a uh, Golden Girls six-sided die uh, set. There's D6 set. Oh, set. the same thing. Yeah. Yep, from you were the talking op. about that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, they, they are starting be... to release some some cool okay, so, merchandise. So on the six sides, you're obviously going to have the four Golden Girls. Yeah. What are the other two sides? Uh, probably stuff from the show. Probably. So yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to I think one is actually the Golden Girls. Oh, the, like, the logo. like their logo. Okay. okay, that makes sense. That'd be yep. like the one, probably. Yeah. Okay. And so, it's Blanche the Six, or... I or, don't know. Or I can't think of all their names right now, but Rose, Blanche... Estelle, Estelle? No, that's Estelle Geddes played the character. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't, don't have them. either. Well, they're right behind us. We could look. No, the dice set. Oh, no, I know. But I'm just trying to remember the names oh. of the characters from the Golden Girls. Somebody's going to know them. Uh, bad influence. Oh, me? <laughs> no, I'm no, we're best. a great influence. Get them. They're fun. And they come in two sets, so you get the whole oh, set of them. Oh, heck yeah. No, and and I actually... Uh, I. That's the only, I mean, I have not bought a bunch of the Funko, and I'm a Funko guy. Yeah. I haven't so bought he, a bunch of the games, but those are the two I did buy for <sighs> sure. I bought the Kool-Aid Man, and I think I bought one other set. I think I'm like one set behind, or two sets behind. I think there's a new Harry Potter set out. Yeah, I think A four-player version, and then there is a... So thank you, Dexter. Thank you, Sophia. That's the yes. Yeah. Um, and then there's a Game of Thrones set for four players out. And so those are the only two okay, that I do not have yet. The Game of Thrones set I might purchase. Yeah, Rose and Blanche I knew. And I can't think of uh, B. Arthur's character now. It'll come to me. Or you'll say it and then I'll know. Dorothy? Dorothy, thank you, yes. And Sophia? Dorothy and Sophia are mother and daughter. And I'm not sure how they're connected. Because I, I used to not like the show and I still don't. Whoa! I know, but... I like send the hate that way. Okay, I like <laughs> Betty White, and I actually like B. Arthur as an actress. And I don't know if you've ever seen her tour de force, the best thing she's ever been in. I thought the Golden Girls was the best thing. She's no, ever been in. oh, the Golden Girls pales in comparison to this. Wow, the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh no! Speaking I have of not. Christmas, she's in that. I've not seen that. And she is by far the best thing in that show. Okay. And she's horrible in it. So. That's I think that's on Disney Plus, isn't it? It is, yeah. Okay. Yep. It's actually they've actually acknowledged it as canon. Okay. Um so getting ready for Christmas and we'll we'll kinda end with this. Uh what is your favorite Christmas special? <sighs> See, I wasn't expecting you to to ask that question. Um I will probably go traditional, go classic. And we're talking TV specials, not yes. movies. Okay, TV specials. Okay, I actual know. Christmas specials. Yeah. Um, I just watched Rudolph recently, and I really, really like Rudolph. But I think because of some memories from as it when I was a kid, uh, my absolute favorite Christmas special is that's still running to this day is uh, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. What are some of the uh, lists or uh, viewers? What are, yeah. what are your favorite Christmas specials? Let us know what specials? you like for Christmas specials. Mine, my all-time Christmas special. Uh, okay, uh, Santa's Magic Toy Bag. I am is... not familiar with that one. All right, so mine is the Christmas Claymation. And this had just some beautiful music, a lot of awesome claymation action. And the California Raisins. Oh, my And it had two dinosaurs, <laughs> uh, Herb and... Peaches? Rex or something like I that. Yeah, I've, I've um, seen it, but it's been a while. Yeah, so they're the announcers, and it's basically a parade that's like a Macy's parade. And uh, you've got these, these different claymation creatures coming through, and then they go off to different spots, and they've got... Um, 
like We Three Kings. Okay. Uh, but the last one is the claymation are uh, the the raisins, the California raisins, <laughs> doing Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, that's kind of cool. And but it's just oh man, I love that one. I've got the vinyl for it. Um, I've got the DVD for it. It's one that I just absolutely love. That's that's one uh, I'll have to look into. I'm wondering if it's on YouTube or if it's on Netflix. Probably or is. I think it's like Will Vinton Vinton's. Yeah. Uh, Christmas claymation, but yeah. it's well, it's an advertising agency, it's basically back right? from the eighties. Yeah, it's that... just one that I absolutely loved. I love claymation, yep. but that one it's just got some awesome animations. It's got some beautiful artwork, and that's one that I make my family watch every year, <laughs> <laughs> along uh, with the best Christmas movie of all time, which is Die Hard. Or well, never mind. <laughs> See, the rest of my story basically is one. If we're just talking about specials that we loved. As a kid, when we decorate our Christmas tree, which was usually a couple of days after Thanksgiving, it always seemed to be on whatever night the Andy uh, Williams Christmas special was on. And oh. so the Andy Williams Christmas special, for some reason, is one of those things that if I see one, so like on YouTube or somewhere, I have to watch it just because that, those bring back some really cool memories. So uh, she said that uh, the Christmas claymation was free to stream on her Roku Okay, I have a Roku, so I can look so, for it. Was it on Netflix or was it on something else? One of the channels, probably on on the Roku. Yeah, that's what so. I was wondering because ne- I get my Netflix through, and my Netflix and my YouTube and my Roku channel and that yep. kind of thing, I get that through the Roku. Um, okay. The other the other thing that we had a tradition and and might actually revive it this year was we- watching Die Hard. No, when I was married, and even for quite a while after I was married, when we were. Freshly, relatively freshly divorced. Dressing as John McClane and then watching that. No, oh, that is not okay. how that worked. Um, we would go to church, which I'm not a big church guy, but we'd go to uh, Christmas Eve service. And then we'd go home, or after I was divorced, we'd go to my ex's house, and we would watch Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay, I is, agree with you. Ernest Saves Christmas is a great... Truly, I love Ernest movies. It's truly the I love the best Ernest Scared Christmas Stupid. movie, and that's the second best holiday-themed yep. movie ever. Beyond that, they get a little stupid. They do. They it's just, Ernest. It is. But for some reason, Ernest Saves Christmas has some heart and a story that you can follow. And Paul, I'm not doing this just for you. <laughs> though I do think you have to add it to your rotation this year. Uh, it is just, it's a really well done Now, movie. is it a rotation or is it an advent? An Alan? advent. You have to add it to your advent. Is Ernest Saves Christmas? I'm and I I say it as a joke a little bit, but it's also absolutely true. It is one of the best Christmas. Now, movies But he ever already made. watched two of the best Christmas movies of all time. He watched Die Hard and Die Hard Two. Well, those aren't Christmas movies. First of all, second of all, I mean, you can watch those if you want. Hey, Jason. Christmas. Hey, Jason. How's it going? Um, and then so that's what that was our tradition. Then I would read the night before Christmas, and we actually literally have from when my. Oldest son was a newborn. Well, matter of fact, eight months old. Jason was wearing a diehard Christmas sweater. Well, there's no such thing. There is. There is no such thing. Well, anyway, and Van so, agrees with you. Ernest Saves Christmas is a good movie. It is very good. So basically, we I, we have uh, video footage of me reading the night before Christmas from when my oldest son was eight months old until he was, I think, nineteen or twenty when he decided that we were done with that. And then I think with his brother for another year or two after that until he decided we were done with that. Right there. Die Hard is totally on my list every year. Everyone can be wrong once in a while. Wow. (laughs) That's Tom Kleberad. You can find him in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I will hold him down. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. (laughs) Anyway. 
That's I, fine. I was actually talking to somebody the other day. We were talking about the "Baby It's Cold Outside" song. You know? Oh yeah, the, yeah. What there was a lot some, of controversy. Well, what for some reason that. became the "I'm Gonna Rape You" song for a bunch of people. But then if you start listening to it, she's basically trying to find an excuse to stay. That's what the song is about. Because you have to remember when the song was written in the forties, I believe. That wasn't cool, man. Staying overnight at a dude's house, not cool. Happened all the time, but it wasn't cool. So basically, it's her excuse to stay. Is it's cold and that kind of thing. It's not a Christmas You're song. You're edgy tonight, Well, man. when you start You're listening so to edgy. it, I am a little edgy tonight. And, you know, I had my tea before I came here. But if you listen to that song, there's nothing about Christmas about it. It's basically, it's just cold and we're drinking and smoking. And I That's sh- I everything sh- to do with Christmas. <laughs> well, the drinking and smoking. Yes, I understand that. But I just, it was just a weird observation that I had. I was listening to that song. The only time I ever hear it is Christmas, and it's not at all a Christmas song. It's And, it, and the guy who wrote it, I think, wrote it in probably July, which is the indicator that it's not a Christmas. No, no, no. July signifies that it is a Christmas time thing. No. Christmas in July. <laughs> Anything made or done in July. Die Hard. Christmas released, movie. Released in July. Is not Christmassy. It's something else. Oh, anyway, The Man Who Saved Christmas. That's a good movie. I did like that one. The other ones I like are the Kurt Bands, Russell. Uh, he's a cool guy that uh, designs games. Okay. Yep, I've seen him. do. I think he just had a Kickstarter. Did you? Uh, a pirate game. Ooh. Yeah. Look into that. So, um, the, the Kurt Russell Christmas movie. The first one. The second oh, one. The Christmas Chronicles. I love The Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, the first one is great. Yes. Oh, second my God. One, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I mean, you um, could basically take everything that Kurt Russell is in there and just make that a movie. Yeah, that would be cool. But yep. just the... Just the him as Santa Claus is, you don't think that would work, and it somehow it does. works. It somehow works. It does, and Goldie Hawn is Mrs. Claus. Yep, yeah, it's pretty good. And then my favorite Christmas commercial ever is the Pulp Fiction Christmas commercial. Oh you seen that yes, one? John Travolta as Santa. Yep, and, and I did not put two and two together at first. I knew it was John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. But I didn't put it together as a diehard thing, or not a diehard. Jesus, they got that. Well, they had the diehard Christmas one too. Yeah, Samuel Jackson was in that. Not a Christmas thing, but still. And what's his name? Uh, Bruce Willis was in it too. But I mean, I knew that it was Samuel Jackson and John Travolta, but I didn't really put two and two together as it being Pulp Fiction until I saw the long version of it, where Uma Thurman was Mrs. Claus and they do the the dance at the end. And I went, "Oh God, how did I miss that?" But it was it was really good. You're old. I am. But Pulp Fiction For was... then Pulp Fiction. No, Pulp Fiction... Yeah, I am. Well, yeah, so are you. <laughs> no, well, I just... I, I didn't want to just make it sound like I was calling you old. You, yeah, being mean to me. Yeah. Now, now who's being mean? Still you. Wow. So anyway, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that. Andy Williams probably, if I was going with something classic, would be my favorite. And then uh, Charlie Brown is the one that's so current. I just love the Charlie Brown. All right. Special. So that's it for us tonight. That's all I got. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully with oh, minimal oh, oh. technical difficulties. Yeah, really. So this worked out. We got people watching. Did. Yep. All we right. So until next time, I'm Joe and I'm Tom. Good night. Good night. Are you tired of your same old lunch hour of sitting and scrolling through your apps and your smartphone? Have you thought about playing a board game with your coworkers? Eat Lunch and Board Game is a podcast dedicated to telling you about board games that are great for lunchtime fun and some that are probably better saved for after work hours. I've been playing games at my office for over four years now where I have made new friends and business connections that have been very useful. Board games build bridges.